Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kingdoms Queens podcast. Um, all I have to say is you got to fight for your right to party. Am I right? Freaking Super Bowl. We've waited to say that all season long. I am so excited. Uh, we are so excited to be here with you guys. We are so excited to be in the Super Bowl. I have my Super Bowl shirt on, Chiefs, the one where we go to the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> and yeah, let's get into it. So I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Chrissy. I'm Joby. So, hey, y'all. Um, so I guess, what well, we only had two games last week. Yeah. <laughs> so we're down to time to talk about. Uh, we can definitely get into the Niners-Eagles game. It was definitely a snooze fest. Literally. Like, I actually took a nap. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I, had, I had such high expectations for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Had Brock Purdy not gone down, and yeah, I mean, I mean, I thought I feel so bad for the Niners because they have a stacked team, and they were down to their fourth string quarterback, and I mean, he gets hurt very early on, and then or their third string gets hurt, Brock Purdy gets hurt, then Johnson goes in, and he gets goes out with a concussion. And then they had to put Brock Purdy back in, who couldn't feel his hand, so he had just had to hand the ball off the rest of the time. Nerve like, injury is really scary. I was like, nerves? He can't feel his nerve in his yeah. arm. I was like, okay, I, that could be scary. That could be I scary. can't imagine like being a Niners fan and just watching. Just like you, there was so much buildup for that game. Yeah, so much opportunity, and just seeing that happen. Like, I I really feel for Niners fans because that had to just be the most depressing game to watch, you know? No, because think, they're such a complete team outside I of know. what happened. Like, yeah, I, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I just was surprised. I had to, I asked a Niners fan, because I felt like I should. I was like, so why didn't you guys go out and get another quarterback after you lost your first two and you were down a Brock, and I know you had a backup and Josh Johnson, but why didn't y'all go out and get another quarterback? And they were like, oh, well, we thought that uh, Jimmy was going to be back. And I'm like, well, there's that. Like, I think they thought he would be back. One, they thought they were going to the Super Bowl, right? Two, they thought that he was going to be back by the Super Bowl, that they didn't make it to. Yeah. So it, it was, it's a really tough situation for them. So it's yeah. just like, I think they had such a complete roster and they easily could have made the Super Bowl. And I actually thought it was going to be a pretty close game. I think we all did. Um, yeah. Well, just, well, we thought it was going to be a low scoring game. Like, one of, yeah. Well, I mean, it was low scoring yeah. for one of the teams. And, you know, San, Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco's defense did step up a ton. They still, yeah. I mean, they still let up a bunch of points, but like they yeah. stepped up huge as much as they could. Eagles are a high-powered team. Like, they are a phenomenal team. Um, so, kudos to them. Props to them. It's going to be a dogfight for our Super Bowl. Um, CMC. But... CMC <laughs> fast. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. That's like putting me in at quarterback. Oh, like, right. We're down to our running backs now. It went to the grass. It went to no I'm one. just surprised <laughs> they didn't have someone else they could put in there that had like played quarterback and it's like maybe like I'm surprised they didn't have like an emergency quarterback. Well, that's you know what, what I mean. Think, well, I think, wasn't, um, I think Juszczyk was, Juszczyk was Juszczyk, yeah. but they didn't even go yeah. to him. They're just like, let's go back to Brock Purdy who can't throw the ball and he'll just right. it off the rest of the game. Like it just seems like 
I feel like Kyle Shanahan could have done a better job preparing for a potential issue like that. Like, I don't know, man. It. I, you wow. Have, again, my question is, why didn't they go out and get another right. quarterback? Like, so they had no other quarterbacks on their practice squad? Like, none? Yeah, I thought that they, they would have like, like, and they know they've had terrible luck all season long. So it's like, why didn't... Okay, guys. Like, you guys are... You have bad luck with quarterbacks. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, ter- I mean, I feel so bad. They really have terrible, terrible luck at the quarterback position. Um. And I do want to ask y'all though, what do y'all think about Devontae Smith catch no catch? No catch. It was no, not it catch. wasn't a catch. It wasn't, but what did oh, y'all yeah. think about it? Rigged. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, it's so <laughs> rigged. The NFL's rigged and shut up. I'm Sorry. kidding. <laughs> like, no, I agree. It wasn't um, a catch. Like I can understand no. like one referee, like he couldn't see the ball. Is that his back? And like, but but still like Nobody's making a big deal out of that because the game was a blowout. You know, yeah. like, no one's making a big deal out of it. It wasn't a catch. It was ruled a catch. And yeah, good things happened for the Eagles because of it. They scored. So the Eagles knew and they just moved quickly with the clock. Yeah. And they knew, I mean, they knew what was up. Great. Yeah, the 49ers could have called a timeout. They totally could have called a timeout. Great totally for playing hurry up offense. That's what I love to see. Yeah. <laughs> I love to see that. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel don't like know. that should be like a clue. If you see something like that and the offense is rushing out to snap the ball, you should probably be like, eh, let's take a second look and if it's, not, if it's not the fourth quarter with like three seconds left on the clock, <laughs> you should be like, okay, this is a red flag that something is going. Yeah, I don't right. know. I just don't know how you're not challenging that. And like someone said in the comments here, um, Eagles haven't. They really haven't faced a great quarterback this season. The best they quarterback they've arguably faced is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. It's a fact. Scott. It's true. I mean, yeah. So, like Daniel Jones. Yeah. I mean yeah. Danny Dalla. I think they got he back down to Danny Dimes. <laughs> he got upgraded. He got upgraded. He was upgraded. Is he back down? I don't know. Is he back down? <laughs> um but yeah, I mean the Eagles. This is going to be a test for them. Mahomes is obviously the best quarterback in the league. Oh, by far. By by a mile. And, by a mile. And I don't know. They haven't faced an offense like us. And we've faced defense similar to them, I would say, in the Niners earlier this season. Yeah. 44-23. You could argue the Broncos' defense was really, really good. I mean, the I Broncos are a great defense. Was great great. defense. Yeah, I think Cincy's was great. Yeah, so. Cincy's a great defense. Absolutely phenomenal. Lou, Lou Anarumo, their coordinator, yeah. he's fantastic. I, I mean, mean, they the Niners, stuff. The Niners had the number one defense when we played them, though. Yeah. And yeah, but so did so many other teams, though. Right. Tampa Bay was top five, supposedly, when we played When them. they started the year, they sure were. Yeah, um, yeah, that yeah. got really ugly. Really we played them early, but yeah, I mean – I don't know. Um, but I mean it just wasn't it wasn't a great game. The Eagles dominated that entire game. But again, they they faced Brock Purdy for two downs. Then they faced or for four. he went four for four. I mean, yeah. <laughs> then they faced Johnson for however long till he got a concussion. And then they faced an injured Brock Purdy and CMC at quarterback. So 
I literally took a nap in like the third late yeah, you guys quarter both <laughs> because I was like so bored with the game and it's not like it was their fault you know like injuries they decimated them at quarterback but I took a nap and then I woke up and the only thing that had changed was that the 40 or not 40 the Eagles had scored one more touchdown and yeah. um Purdy was back in at quarterback and I was just like I didn't miss anything. And I took a good nap before our Chiefs game so I could be all riled up and ready to go. So. No, absolutely. I was like, let me go ahead and get this nap in. I know. I think Joe well, and I, was, I were like, we're going to go take a nap. Bye. I was driving back from St. Louis, so I had the game on and I was paying attention. Then then we passed some Bengals fans on the highway and I was sure to give them the bird. So. Yeah. Lexi I feel like we that, that too. You're like, oh, saw some Bengals fans. She <laughs> some more Bengals fans. Yeah, she flipped like 15 people Sorry off. About that. <laughs> I was on I-70 next to the Chiefs Stadium. What do you expect? I mean, I mean right? it's the route you have you to. Take. <laughs> I think it's the route you take if you're coming from Ohio. So. Exactly. Because you got to go through St. Louis. Anyway, um, well, that's enough about the Eagles Niners. They won 31 to 7. That was disgusting. Um, but yeah, they won 31 to 7. Shout out to the Eagles. We're yeah. not talking about Eagles until next week, though. Nope. There were so many good things that happened in this AFC championship game at Arrowhead this past week where the weather was disgusting and cold, but the <laughs> fans showed up and showed out. Yes. So many great things about the fans at Arrowhead. I did not go this week. Maybe I'm a terrible Chiefs fan. I didn't go this week. I sold my ticket. Hope I sold it. Too. How dare you not come all the way from Texas? I know. I've literally been on the verge of a winter storm. Like, <sighs> my agenda is I'm watching the game in Kansas City, unless somebody would like to gift us a ticket to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and I'm going to watch the game in Kansas City. We're going to win. I'm going to stay for the parade. I'm going to come back for the draft. Like, Jesus. What do y'all want for me? Jody's got a busy schedule. <laughs> These trips back and forth are ex expensive. But before we get into the game, let's talk about all the chaos that happened the week of, right? The mayor oh declaring that they got to play us day, right? And this <laughs> weird paternity test thing. Like, oh my, that was the cringiest. The cringiest of the cringe. I, I have never seen something so like, cringeworthy i think he I, was the ultimate jinx honestly yeah. honestly and he, i think he got i think that was like the nail in the coffin like yeah. that's that was the final motivating piece that the fans were like unriley yeah oh, is that the right word that's my son's name i feel weird about that word is unruly. that the right word unruly unruly, unruly. <laughs> but they were like they were so loud you couldn't hear what was going on. And the announcers kept talking about, like, this is the loudest they've ever heard Arrowhead. Like, yeah. the fans came to play. You know, yeah. they were the official 12th man. They made a huge difference in that game. And, you know, our defense feeds off of the, no the crowd Absolutely. noise. They feed and, oh off of gosh, it. Absolutely. Oh, and they were alive. But, yeah, the all the trash talk like that's why i loved our guys stayed quiet they stayed humble they didn't speak about any of the crazy in fact they were very like oh you know they're just having fun they're excited they won you know they were playing it off and right. then you can tell after the game with chris jones frank clark justin everybody Ron thornhill everybody. everybody everybody was just like 
Shall, shall we? Somebody should say it. Like, burrowhead my ass. Like, you're oh, yeah, sexist. Rolling, like, <laughs> yes, no, you're rolling. Shut your mouth, jabroni. You're jabroni. <laughs> you're jabroni. I had to Google what that meant. I didn't know what the word was. Oh, but God, it was just, I was just so right. proud of our guys. So proud of them. Mm. It know, was really good. good. I think my favorite part about all of that was, you know, Patrick Mahomes doing his walking. His little middle finger with his sunglasses. I know. I was like, oh. I was like, am I the only person who noticed this little subtle? No. <laughs> I tweeted it immediately. Like, now wait a minute, is he adjusting his glasses? Like his hands are full. But he 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 lingered it there for longer than he and his glasses <laughs> never moved. Like I studied no. that video. It was like this. It was subtle was enough, like, but like it sent a message. Absolutely. And definitely a message. That's the first time he's been Petty Patrick for real all season long. And it was worth every second. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. So good. But yeah, Absolutely. don't ever <laughs> don't ever disrespect our uh field again. It do not really disrespect it ahead. Like Chris Jones said, look into the camera. Do not ever disrespect Arrowhead ever again. Please. Absolutely. Ever. It is Arrowhead Stadium, not Burrowhead. You beat us there once, and that backfired on you. So now we're on our way to the Super Bowl. Boom. Thank you. And Frank Clark planting the flag is like, oh, oh I loved God. that. That was oh, so That was just beautiful. Frank Clark. My Epic. God. Loved it. Loved it. Well, let's get into the game, right? There were so many things to talk oh, about. With so much game. to discuss. Like, yeah. there, there were so many great things that happened in the game. So just start wherever you guys want to. And I'll hop in. Actually, can I start us off? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. I know this is out of our normal order. I just want to talk about really quickly the 2022 draft class. Yes. First rounder, Trent McDuffie. First rounder, George Karloftis. Second rounder, Brian Cook. Second rounder, Sky Moore. Fourth rounder, Joshua Williams. Seventh rounder, Jalen Watson. Seventh rounder, Isaiah Pacheco. All of these guys came last year. Oh my God. Brian, Brian Cook, too. You forgot Brian Cook. Did you say? No, she said Brian Cook. Oh, okay, sorry. Like my, I loved the interception tip from from Brian Cook to Josh or Joshua Williams to Joshua Williams, right? Yes, like, yeah. Like, I was, was like, oh, look yeah. at the rookie to rookie interception ah. to Williams. But just for everyone who doesn't know, and Mike, I'm sure you guys know because you know Chiefs fans know these things. We have 12 picks in 2023. Yes. <laughs> Can we just go ahead and say that Beach is the goat? That he is. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So I, I cannot wait to see what this draft is like, especially in Kansas City. Oh I'm going to be rocking the whole time. But I just felt like it was important to start off before whatever we said, talking about how amazing these rookies are in their first playoff game ever. Yes. I just want to add to that, Jody, yes. real quick. Okay. Second. So we, we're basically in a quote-unquote rebuild, right? Right. Quote-unquote rebuild. We're in the Super Bowl. Retooling. 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 We made it to the Super Bowl with so many rookies. Yeah. And so, so many, many new pieces to the team. It's not even just the rookies. Like and our whole offense is new. Our whole a lot of our defense is new. So much of our defense is new. 
Mm-hmm. These rookies, the most exciting part to me is they're already this good and they're only going to get better. Yeah, like, 10, 10 of our 22 control. defensive players are rookies. The 10 of our 22. Top 10 defense next season. And Patrick Mahomes with a top 10 defense, like, not ready for what has come with the Chiefs. Yeah. And I'm, like Mitch Holt has said it best and calling the game. You might not like the Chiefs, but you're going to have to deal with us for a very long time. Yes. Ooh, great question. Great question. Is this the best draft oh, yeah. just had since Patrick Mahomes? 1,000%. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 1,000%. Yes. I'm sorry if you guys can hear my cats. They're fighting in the background. They're excited. They're yeah. very, They're very excited about our rookies. I mean, like, you can't go wrong with rookies. <laughs> I don't blame them for being overly ecstatic either. Because it's a big deal. So, I mean, where do we start at with this game? We had a one-leg Patrick Mahomes. We had back spasms with Travis Kelsey. Didn't know we were going to play until the game time decision. And a half, two hours before. And the reason why I think we all knew that he was going to be good is because he walked in right after Pat, right? He was just a yeah. the fans and being excited and cheering back with him. He's definitely playing, right? Yeah. And then I think it's important to talk about all the, everybody that went out of the game. Like, oh. we, we lost a lot of people. During Juju, that. Tony, Hardman, Willie Gay, Legereus Sneed. Like, Justin Watson was sick. Yeah. Like, you guys, like, our team was decimated. Our three wide receivers were MVS, Sky Moore, and Marcus Kemp, who was called up from the practice squad the day before. Thank God. He, had a vibe. he was our wide receiver, too, yesterday. Yeah. And MBS was, was freaking on fire. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. And I we got a, uh, a hobbled Kelsey and a hobbled Patrick Mahomes. And that is the three wide receivers they're playing with. And credit to all three of them. They were phenomenal. They stepped up. Next man up. But, like, if you would have told me going into the Cincy game that it was going to be a hobbled Patrick Mahomes, a hobbled Travis Kelsey, and then Marcus Kemp, Sky Moore, and MBS, I would have been like, oh, we have crap. no chance. Like, we have no we're chance. not going to win that game. And But everybody stepped up, and they did the best that they can do. I thought our O-line played one of the best games they've played oh all God. season, trying like to keep that. Patrick. And the D-line. And yeah. the D-line. And oh. that makes it. O-line and D-line makes or breaks a game. And both of them played their best games maybe ever. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe ever they played. And that's why we won. I mean, and we are facing two of the best O-line and D-lines in the Philadelphia Eagles as well. So they're going to have to play that same way, if not better, again in the Super Bowl. That game was won in the trenches. Like, we won by getting to Joe Burrow, and we won by protecting Patrick. Like, that's the big yeah. reasons. Like, protecting him and getting to – like, we have, we don't get to Joe Burrow. And all the other games we've played, for whatever reason, he can have the I most know. decimated O-line, and we just don't get to him. It makes no right. sense. But, man, something just felt so different about that game. And I, I don't know about you guys. The first time Chris Jones got a sack, I think that was our second sack oh of the game. Yes. I freaking lost it. I was like, no, I did too. I did too. Yeah. We oh had God, three sacks in the first quarter and four in the first half. Yeah. And I want to say too, like, my biggest takeaway is Steve Spagnolo and that defense. Yeah. I, I cannot give them enough credit. I, I rewatched the game last night and a bunch of the day and. I just, watching them was, 
I, I've never been so proud of our defense. Like, they look like a top five defense in that game. Everyone is making their tackles. They weren't leaving anyone wide open. Like, that's why Buffalo lost against Cincinnati last week is because they had a terrible defensive scheme against them. Yes. I mean, we didn't let them hardly have a run game. Like, Joe Mixon had 19 yards. 19. Yeah. And I don't think any of their receivers – had really good much. T. Higgins had one big catch, and that yeah. was yeah. The I guys think were everyone right there. Like 100 yards. I could be wrong, but I mean, we kept them out we, of the we end. Held them down. Our held them down. And they had a three healthy, wide receiver ones. Yeah, they had a healthy down. Joe Burrow. Yep, a healthy T. Higgins, a healthy Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd went out like mid game somewhere. Healthy Hayden Hurst, their tight end. Yep. Healthy Joe Mixon, healthy P. Ryan. I mean. Yep. And you guys had a hobbled Mahomes. You had a hobbled Kelsey. You had Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who did absolutely fantastic. I know Jody will touch on that in a bit. Um, I mean, and Marcus, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have any words for. Oh, I mean, who would have thought Sky Moore? And he did so good. I was so proud of him. The full circle moment, right? But he had yes. to. He had to. Because no, there was nobody else. Like, no. I was like, well, we don't have Justin Watson. We lost Nicole Hardman. We lost Tony. Well, Scott, you're up. And he's just like, oh, you're out there. <laughs> you're catching punt returns. Okay. You're out there. That's who's catching. It's a full circle moment. We literally all had anxiety the first 17 weeks of this season about Sky Moore catching pound returns, right? Yep. Yes. Who would have knew that he would have had one of the biggest catches in Chiefs history? <laughs> and, and oh, and speaking of of Sky Moore and punt returns and all the anxiety we felt for 17 weeks, can we just talk about our special teams that and how so well they played? I mean, I know we had that one obnoxious penalty, but Harrison Butker, perfect. Tommy was. I mean, his punts, downing him at the seven, at the six, yeah. like, good lord. At the two. Uh, at the two, like, good ah, good job, special teams. I'm so proud. Things we've never said. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're not just saying that. <laughs> Things we've actually never said, and this is crazy. I know. Yeah, I mean, so many great things, including, I mean, Pacheco. Oh. Angry runs. I was when I was rewatching last night. I was like, dude, this dude doesn't stop moving his legs like never at all. At all. Like he I got like three people and then ran for like another ten or twelve yards. I was like, oh okay. Cool. I do agree with this comment. <laughs> Joe Cullen was the most underrated move we made this off season. I wow. think that was a huge move for our defense. Huge. Oh, really? fantastic. I mean, and every Dunlap being Dunlap. Yeah, way causing chaos, causing havoc. Like every single game, he's somewhere with he his body either reaching or hitting or just literally getting in the way. So yeah, yeah. Vince looks completely under un, unprepared for our, for what our defense brought to the table. And, I was and they just they, they underrated us. Yeah, I, that was the first time. I mean, I know Joe Burrow, like they call him Joe Cool and all that. But like this was the first time I kind of saw him rattled. In oh yeah, the first quarter, and I was like, definitely, he's rattled, and that doesn't mm -hmm. happen to him very often. He is very good at keeping his cool, and I don't like complimenting yeah. Joe but still, he did a very good job all season of keeping his cool. But that first quarter, you could tell he was like, "Whoa, crap!" Well, it's <laughs> not good. The tone. Yeah, the tone. Because we won the toss. 
and yeah. we gave them the ball. Right. So yeah. the defense was ready to go out there. And That's a boss move, ball. by the way. Okay. Because the type of offense Cincinnati has, they're like one of the top offenses yeah. on the first drive, yeah. right? First quarter, first drive, they are one of the top offenses in the NFL of capitalizing. And they just, oh, gosh. I'm just, I'm almost speechless because, like, I still, I'm just so proud of our entire team. The grit they showed, the heart they showed through all the adversity, through all the slander and the talk, and just with everybody going down the next man up, like, our entire team stepped up. The entire team. And I'm just, God, I'm still just so proud. Same. And it's still, I don't even think it's fully hit me that we're in the Super Bowl. It has not. It has not fully hit me. It probably will by next week, but... Yeah. yeah, I don't think it'll actually hit me till next week, like opening night on Monday. I yeah, think and like seeing all the I know I'm gonna cry. I cried the last time, like the whole entire week. I was just oh, like, I'm definitely oh, crying. I mean, overly. I tweeted yesterday and I was like, okay, my emotion, like I'm starting to have emotional fatigue because I've been so just over the moon thrilled with how we played on Sunday. 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 I'm like, Sunday. I've just been like overly like just because I think this game put a lot of weight on everybody. Everybody this whole entire week was like, damn it, y'all. We oh, yeah. Lose this game. Like we are very confident in our team. And I think all three of us watch, watch pressers every single day. Just oh, yeah. any bit of information. So we had the binoculars on Patrick's ankle. Like how's he exactly. walking? How'd he go down the steps? Like, and so to put so much like effort and energy into this whole entire week to avoid talking back to Bengals fans, like it was a lot, guys. Like it was a lot because they were coming. It was hard. Like, like all of hard. us. I mean, not just us three. Uh, Chiefs Kingdom. Like we just Chiefs Kingdom. We didn't talk much crap, and we, you know, but we, we kept the receipts like, though. Yeah. Well, we kept oh. every receipt. <laughs> Um, let's get into our quarterback, man. So Hobbled Mahomes, who looks the really alien, good the alien that plays quarterback. <laughs> I said the alien that plays quarterback. I mean, <laughs> he has vibranium in his blood. Clearly, he's, he's from Wakanda. Clearly, he's from Wakanda. But I he, have some super cool stats about Mahomes. When you guys are ready for it, oh, I do too. Are they the same one? We didn't compare. <laughs> I'll let you go first. I'll do one, and then you'll do one, and then we'll do, then we'll see if we screw each okay. other. Up, you know? <laughs> but no, okay. we have a hobble Mahomes. Went the game looking almost a hundred percent. Probably started the game at a hundred percent. He looked really good through the warmups. He was out there playing ball with the football with the guys in the end zone during the warmups. He did his prayer. He came out hot, and as you just see throughout the game, he took a couple of hits that really got to him. But that guy is tough, right? So yep. we, we love our QB1. So get into your stats, Christy. Okay. Okay. So the first one I want to get into, it, it's not for this specific game, but it is for his playoff career, the all-time rankings, okay? Because this just shows you how phenomenal of a – I mean, we already know he's phenomenal, but just these stats blow my mind. So – in passer rating, for this is playoffs, all time. Passer rating, he's got 106.1, ranks first all time. Completion percentage, 66.7, ranks first all time. Total yards per game, 326.2, ranks first. Passing touchdowns per game, two and a half, ranks first. Touchdown to interception ratio, 4.57, he ranks first. Guys, 
He ranks first in every QB category for all time and in the playoffs. And he is in his fifth season. We are witnessing, and we we especially because we're Chiefs fans, we probably appreciate it more than a lot of people, but we are witnessing potentially the greatest quarterback of all time. And I'm not judging that by Super Bowls because let's be honest, Tom Brady did not have the AFC that we that that our Chiefs have now. We've got so many great young quarterbacks. It's loaded. I wish so some I, of them would go to the NFC. Um, I know, right? Like, can you go away, please? Thanks so much. But <laughs> and we're we're witnessing, and he's not even he's not even at the prime of his career, guys. He's still learning. No. He's still getting better and better every season. He's playing on a different level than every other player and quarterback in the NFL. And doing what he did this past weekend, 326 yards and two touchdowns on a high ankle sprain is just phenomenal. So I want to give him all the love in the world for coming out and showing the grit and determination and competitive, being the competitive prick that he is. Thanks to Eric, the enemy for that. Yeah. Just like showing, just coming out there and you know, him doing that amps up the rest of our team too. He is a leader. He inspired everybody with his hard work and determination this past week to get out there and give it his all. And he gave it all. Like, incredible right too if i see my quarterback out there with like a half of a leg in one hand like i feel like i can't say anything about my leg hurting like maybe my ankle doesn't hurt maybe my hand doesn't hurt no i looked at every other injury that happened during this playoffs after that mahomes thing and i'm like you know what mahomes probably would have tried to play through that (laughs) mahomes probably would have played i mean it wasn't fair because I probably shouldn't judge people or quarter. I shouldn't judge anybody by that because one, I've never played in the NFL a day in my life. So I can't say that those people do not really have pain. Okay. They probably have real pain. I just think that Patrick Mahomes is an alien, like Lex is it. Yeah. Like he me. is. That's the only that's the only um explanation. Can, yeah, that's the only explanation I can come Seriously. up with. I so mean Yeah, read your stats, Jody. Here's my stat. And then I only have one Chrissy, so we can I only have two. So So yesterday I did a little bit of research because I was really just interested to know, like, okay, our our last few games have been AFC games. So what do these NFC games look like? So in Patrick Mahomes' career, he technically is said he only had two regular season losses in the NFC, but he technically has three, right? So in the regular season, his two L's were in 2018, and my dad is calling me, so I'm going to ignore him. Uh, in 2018, and it was to the Rams, which y'all remember that game. That game. That was a, what, 53-51? Yeah, that was the 100-point game. Woo! And then the other game was to the Seahawks, also in 2018. So since then, so 2L since 2018, we're in 2023 now, That's right? <laughs> but if you add the third L, it would be the Super Bowl loss to Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, right? So... <clears throat> That's just an insane stat for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and this Chiefs team that they technically only have three L's in his career to an NFC team. So I'm not saying that we're going to just beat out the Eagles. We'll talk about that next week. But, you know, it's feeling a little good. It's, it feels good. So. Okay, so I have one more stat I want to add to it. Yeah. Which is um, the most touchdown passes for a quarterback receiver pair in the NFL postseason history, which I know you guys know, but um, 
the leading is Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski with 15. But 13 is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> 13. They probably will break I mean, at least. Um but Mahomes has only played five years in the NFL and he's already almost tied with Tom Brady for that. There's and he's crazy. Super Bowl three out of those five. We're uh, I, I, <laughs> I have no words. I mean we're literally three out of the last four years. Three out of the yeah, last three out of the last four years. First year he could have made it too because we won't even go there, but we're not even gonna do it. <laughs> we're, we're living in the here and now. <laughs> but I just we're in such a dreamland with this Chiefs team. With Brett Beach, with Andy Reid, with Patrick Mahomes, with Travis Kelsey, with Chris Jones, with Frank Clark. Like I can't even it's a dream. It is a some love too, man. The enemy Yeah, you're right. Like, man. The All training staff, like this medical staff, this training staff, like literally, I feel like I play on the team. I have a list of people who I want to thank for being so. Like them, I also want to Bobby. Bobby, like if Bobby doesn't go in the Ring of Honor, we as a Chiefs kingdom <laughs> because we'll just we'll we'll sneak in there and just like yeah. get it up for ourselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. All the no one will know. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's tab. I'm down. <laughs> I got post-it notes. We can put them up there. <laughs> <laughs> post-it notes. I will. All right. My last stat that I want to brag about, Patrick, and then we can brag about other people, too, because I feel like that's what we're doing today. We're we just other bragging about awesome our like, yeah. So Patrick Mahomes has more Super Bowl appearances in five seasons, so he has three, than Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees have in 35 combined seasons. They only have two. <laughs> Yikes. Hilarious. It's amazing. Yikes for them. Oh, I have one more stat. I lied. I have one more stat. Sorry. Please. I got excited. I'm sorry. But this also has to do with the Bengals. So Patrick threw for 326 yards, as we know. Yeah. And that's the third most passing yards he's ever had in a postseason game. And this is also the most passing yards surrendered by the Bengals this entire season. Wow. wow. And he did it on a bum ankle. Yeah. One leg. Pass. I think we all knew that was going to happen too. <laughs> like weirdly, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. It's like the Tennessee game he came back for or something and threw for like 400 or no Raiders. Raiders? Something. Somebody. Right. Raiders, yeah, over Raiders. 400 yards yeah. and four touchdowns. And it was just like, dang, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He pissed you off this morning. I know. Well, we have to piss Patrick off. Let's be real. Burrowhead pissed him off. So, oh, yeah, it, the it really paternity did. test pissed him off. Don't come for our quarterback, no, dude. That was so weird. Yeah, that's insanity. That's so weird. Um, but I do want to say, I do want to ask you guys, um, and we can transition now to. We normally do like one player of the game, but at this point, it's too hard. We have too many. <laughs> so you're just gonna have to deal with this, okay? Sorry, guys. But um, let's talk about playoff Frank and now playoff CJ. Protect them at all costs. All national treasures. Like, pay Chris Jones five weeks ago. Like, what are we doing here? Get that man his money. He deserves his money. I don't want to hear any more talk about he shouldn't be on this team ever. 
if he didn't prove anything to Chiefs Kingdom to shut them up this last game, everybody, there's like a long list of I'm sorry's that need to be sent out this season from everybody in the yeah. world. And Chris Jones' name is on there. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> Frank Clark, who is this dude in the playoffs? He just turns wow. on a switch that's like, it's like, oh, playoffs? Oh, let me. Uh... <laughs> I am back. Like, I, can we just can we give a quick thank you to James Palmer for always getting a mic in front of Frank Clark after these games and just yes. getting the most epic interviews out of him ever? Like James Palmer, congratulations! Like, well done. It's yes. fantastic. <laughs> so one of my players of the game because I have three uh, is MVS. Yes. Um, six for one hundred and sixteen oh because he God. had to. Because he had to. Is MVS is it is playoff MVS a thing? Because these Maybe. last two games he's had in the playoffs have been pretty. MVS meet Frank Clark handshake. <laughs> I love it. Here, he so impressive, and I know everybody's seen the video like of him after the game, just kind of really be enjoying the moment and like being hitting over. him. Oh my! So I didn't look this up, and I'm guessing no. But he never went to the Super Bowl with Green Bay, huh? Nope. No. Yeah. This is his oh, first time. <sighs> chances, but no. Interesting. So I just love that, you know, this moment hit so hard for everybody. Like, you I can know. just feel the passion. And I know you guys are going to get into that later. But I couldn't be more proud of MBS and who he has become during this playoff run. Like, the three-year deal that we signed with him, every dollar is worth it based off of these last two games. I don't even care about regular season at this yeah. point. These last two games have been everything, and I know that he is going to do something that is impactful in the Super Bowl next week. Yeah. So, next week? Oh, my God, that's next week. No, too okay. That's next week. Yeah, I'm coming home next Friday. Yeah. It's not this weekend. It's next weekend, but it's next yeah. week. Anyway, she's <laughs> like, now what's today's day? <laughs> so MVS, he deserves his flowers. I know a lot of people have been super tough on him this season too. I know they want all these things from him, but we didn't bring him in here to be a number one. We brought him in here to do the, exactly the role that he is doing, and exactly he doing it phenomenally. So and he showed up as a number one this week. Absolutely, and this playoff game there. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah just amazing he, he showed up he was just phenomenal like just phenomenal just making every catch he needed and to that make stretch for that first down like oh that first down stretch he had while incredibly risky i admire the fight and determination he had to reach that yeah. ball out yeah. when he was being tackled oh my like, god yeah what like, an amazing heads good. up play that he had That's a better move. oh yeah. my gosh like MVS, like he brought everything to that game when we needed him to step up, especially like he's like you guys said, he stepped up last week against the Jags. But the way he stepped up when everybody went out of this game in our wide receiver core, yeah, like what a phenomenal performance! What yeah. a, and that video after the game when he's just kneeling on the ground, oh my gosh. I'm a, you guys know me, I'm a crier, obviously. Oh. If people follow me, they saw I'm a crier, but like. 
the, like watching it dawn on him as that yeah. he is falling that he's going to the Super Bowl when he's been playing for so many years and he finally gets to live out his childhood dream. Like, like right. I swear, more than half our team has never been to a Super Bowl. And it's just wonderful. I don't Real know. Quick, I just opened um, Instagram. So I was going to pull up MVS's video. Chiefs just posted, I think we're wearing white on white. It looks oh, like they put the white, they, the Patrick video? No, yeah. they only showed the upper half. Yeah, but no, here's my ago, thing on that. If you look it. at the t-shirt that's under the jersey, I took a screenshot and I probably watched the video and tried to pause it. Yes, that one. I paused it at the very end of that video and I took a screenshot. <laughs> Okay, because I'm the crazy person here. And if you look at the very end, he's got that white t-shirt on underneath it, right? Yeah. You would see red pants through that white shirt. We are wearing white on whites. And I, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I did the research. We're doing I know doing it. <laughs> they wouldn't do that to us. They wouldn't say a sneak peek and not show the I pants. I think it's going to be white on white. If they weren't excited. Like, well, well, you can see at the very end, his pants are white. No. No, I you can see the t-shirt over the pants, but you would see no, red no. through We're that shirt. I'm afraid for white and white. When we wore white on white, we balled out last time. So I'm afraid uh, we wore white and on white. Aren't those Lamar's favorite uniforms, the white on I white? Think so. I think so. What better way to honor Lamar Hunt by bringing his trophy home and, and then the wearing white and whites in the Super Bowl? Yes, that video. I can't see. Like, just watch. look at his <laughs> face and just terrible. watch it. It's just like hit him like. I think it's just hitting all of them, like Juju. And Juju's. Yes. Oh, my God. He's yeah. out there hobbling. Carlos. Like, I can't believe it. Yeah. So who's your players of the game, even though I know there's a lot of them? Well, you have uh, another one, right? We have one. Sorry. I got some. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we have. Okay. Go ahead. What do we have? I got so excited, I forgot what we were doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> who was your one, two, three player of the game? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so you mentioned MVS. You mentioned Frank Clark. I just wrote our O-line, D-line, like our trench guys all together because they probably played the best game they have yeah. all season against a very formidable You just took a few very of formidable shot, team. okay. Yeah. Um, She's like, actually the whole entire team. Yeah. I'm sure the whole team because I'm special, so. <laughs> but, yeah, if I, if I really wanted to, to – pick someone out i know we bragged on him earlier um but i want to talk about kelsey a little bit here because kelsey coming in as a game time decision with back spasms and back spasms depending on the severity like they can be completely debilitating and so seeing him come in and get 77 yards a touchdown blocking the way he blocked staying in there when all our wide receivers went down it just i just i know he's a veteran and i know he's travis kelsey but we still need to respect the amount of pain he played through. And yeah. the, the he's been a not, I don't want to say a non-factor, but the Bengals have done a very good job containing Travis Kelsey in Absolutely. the past three games. And he came out and he proved a point. As you can see, he was very excited at the end of the game when Patrick's trying to praise God and everything. And <laughs> But Travis, like, he came out I'm and got 77. Y'all are Patrick <laughs> But he got 77 yards, a touchdown, all while battling through back spasms, as well as getting very important blocks down the field. So I just, I really want, because I feel like sometimes we, we, we don't bring up Mahomes and Kelsey because, like, they're just amazing every single week. But right. the fact that both of them were playing through injury, and played as well as they did. I just really want to shine some light on them. So Absolutely. I'll let them go. Yeah. No, Absolutely. I 
I definitely agree. I mean, we're we're just so blessed to have both of them on our team. And you know, they, like, they both want to play for our whole team, but they both play for each other so well. And it's just, it's the best thing ever. Bestie yeah, girl. I'm going to tell you about my best yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who you got? Um, I'm going to give our my shout to our guy, Chris Jones. Stole yeah, called Chris Jones. He's the just, quarterback assassin. Literally. Yeah. Like, two sacks, not to mention like tons of pressures. Um, his first playoff sack ever. Like, I'm just, I'm over the moon for Chris Jones. I'm so, so proud. We do not win that game without Chris Jones. Without him. Pressures, by the way. And his interview. His interview after the game. His interview was so emotional. You do not But like the emotion that he showed, like we normally see a very he's either hilarious or he's just like very kind of, you know, we don't see we don't see that super emotional side of Chris Jones. And when I saw that tear national anthem, and then after the game, I hear his voice shaking and I see I just he was crying after the game too. I know. I just yeah. like he was like blacked out the whole game, and he like it was tunnel vision the whole. I time. feel like they just I knew it. Something about this game, this win, this Super Bowl for all of the guys that have been around: Colin Saunders, Kelsey Mahomes, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. Like, there's just something more special about this one because we've been disrespected the entire off season. People had us missing the freaking playoffs. Yeah, and I know a lot of other fans that want to say that we're like making that up or we're playing the victim card. You're like, making it you up. You may not have heard it because you aren't Chiefs fans. So you not probably right. weren't grasping onto that all offseason. Yeah. Because I remember when Tyreek was traded and we were all shocked, everyone's like, oh, Chiefs are done. And then done. the AFC West spends half a billion dollars oh, to know. take down the Chiefs and, and we're in the put us down at the bottom. <laughs> So yeah, it was real. Y'all can shut it with your disrespect because we're in the Super Bowl. Dang it! Sorry, I'm fired up. I was fired all week. We've been holding it back all week. I was all quiet all week. Yeah, but but really, for Chris Jones, I just the passion. Like the way he waves on his final sack on Joe Burrow on that like last yeah. drive they had, he just waves goodbye. He's done that like the last four games. I think I get off of him being on the bench, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always. <laughs> he's so it. cute. I just I love Chris yeah. Jones. He's like he like also has the most like teddy bear sweetest voice in his pressers, and then he's like the scariest guy on the field. I'm like, who are you? I know. But, I he just, said, he said, I knew it was serious okay. when he left his press room and said, see y'all at Burrowhead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so savage. And I, I was y'all so at Burrowhead. <laughs> so good. Um, so my next person, Harrison Bucker. Yes. Man. Yes. He's on my list, too. So good job. <laughs> Man, Harrison, we have had a time this year. <laughs> <laughs> what a this year, Harrison. <laughs> you've given me good outfits. You've had great hair. Oh, he's a pretty man. Very oh. fashionable, okay? Like, oh, don't sleep on Harrison Bucker's back. <laughs> but we have had a time. You have missed lots of field goals. Lots of extra points. But here's my I'm sorry, okay? Here is my I'm sorry. Because I don't care. I do care what you do during a regular season. I don't care what happens. But when you get to this playoffs and you come in clutch, he's been solid the whole entire playoffs. 
right down the middle. Beautiful. The only thing that makes me nervous is this. We're going back to Arizona. We're going back where it all started. And this is where he got injured. So I'm really hoping that this is not a mental game for him and that he can just remember how great he's been these last few weeks and know that whatever adversity you think is there, you are just fine, babe. You are good. Hopefully Arizona has fixed their turf, like have replaced it. And I mean, I feel like if you're hosting the Super Bowl, that should be a big thing of yours. Like the yeah. field has to be in pristine condition. Yeah. You know? They need to get their field there to are a ton of God. So many <laughs> if we can do it in Kansas like, City, come on. Like, come on. It, get it together. You're in the Super Arizona. Bowl. You're hosting a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. If the Broncos can go out and spend four hundred thousand million, wait, four hundred million. I don't know how much they just spent. They just spent all this money. Fix their it's for one game. One game. Yeah, they replaced game. it. Please, please. So I'm just really hoping that you know, there's no mental block there, and that he is fine, and that we are good, and that he we don't have to go for three. We only have to go for ones. And yeah, yeah, we're good. So Harrison Bucker, thank you. Thank you so much. Sorry for being mean. <laughs> Just because I'm mad doesn't mean I don't care. <laughs> it's true. All right, Christy, who you got next? Uh, Sky Moore. We bragged about him a lot. Um, but like you guys are talking about mm -hmm. mental, like the mental aspect of this game, for him to know that we are in a close game, AFC Championship, it's win or go home. And he has to go out there because literally there's nobody else. And after all of the adversity he faced all season long with his um, punt returns, going out there and doing what he did in those moments. Yeah. I don't think, I know when he got out there, I was just like, oh my God, Sky's back there. And I was like, oh my God, of course he is. <laughs> nobody's left. Yeah. And so like, I held my breath. But there was just something. He looked so determined. And the way he ran with that ball, I can see why Dave Tobe and Andy Reid were like, "We're not this up. guy needs to be a punt returner. I can see their vision. It makes sense. It's just knowing he went out there with all this pressure. And he probably knew, like, everyone was doubting him. And he went out there and did what he did and helped us win that football game. Like, huge props to Sky Moore being a rookie facing all that adversity, stepping up in the biggest way and yeah. do what he did. Like, Absolutely. give that man his respect, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, he was my third, so. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm just, I'm going to keep going defense here, but. um, That's normally me. I, like I know, but I'm going to go Jalen Watson. Absolutely. I kind of want to go with the tandem of him and Joshua Williams, too, because Sneed went out basically the first play of the freaking game. Yeah. Like with three minutes in, I mean, it was crazy. Um, yeah. I and Joshua that. Williams had to step up in the biggest game of his life. And we were all a little, I knew he, okay. So with Joshua Williams, I knew he had the potential. Yeah. But he just, he's, he's had his penalties. He's had his mess ups, you know, he's a little green. He's yeah. That's fine. He's a rookie and yeah. he's young and he's going to learn. And this game, he showed that he really has learned. And he wasn't holding. He wasn't doing all of those things he's been called for. And then him and Jalen Watson both got picks. Jalen Watson in two games, two huge, huge playoff games, huge moments, got picks. I am so proud of him. I'm so proud of both of them. Yeah. Um, 
I just feel like they were they knew their role. They stepped into it. They just played phenomenal. And you're playing against some of the best wide receivers in the league. I mean, arguably T. Higgins. The best. The best. I think they are the wide receiver core in the NFL. Like T. Higgins would be a number one on another team, right? So you're going against him and Jamar Chase, and they hardly let anything happen, like at all. And I just, I'm so proud of them. Um, Throw Brian Cook in there too. Throw Brian Cook in there because he was more. Give me more Brian Cooks. I could throw our freaking whole team on this because Juan Thornhill played well. Justin Reed. I mean, they were all just phenomenal. They were all just playing their roles the best way they could. But I just think, especially for the rookies, because this is a huge moment in their really young career, and they just they did exactly what you needed. And, and I, I, have, I have no worries about them going into the next game. That's the best. Yeah. Me either. I have so much faith in them. And so many of yeah. our rookies came from schools where they were, they said, like, I've Most never, we, I've never won anything. Like yeah. this is my first year in the NFL and we're going to the Super Bowl." And he's like, yeah. never, I've never come close to winning anything in college or anything. And <laughs> now they're, they're on the chiefs and they're going to the Super Bowl, and they are a huge reason why yep. it's not like they were like backups. And just kind of watching from the sidelines, they yeah. were in there making impactful plays the whole season. I was like, and the whole season, not the just this game. Yeah. And, and our coaches felt comfortable enough that they got rid of Rashad Fenton halfway through the season when yeah. we didn't really have much depth. And yeah. so that just shows you how well our rookies have been preparing. And I also think how well our veterans have taken our rookies under their wings. Absolutely. Huge example. Frank Clark and George Karloff. Oh my gosh. We have oh my gosh. The amount of work. We posted that, that video rookies, earlier on our account. So oh, so great. the that. amount of work the rookies are putting in and the yeah. amount of work that the veterans are putting in to help these rookies come into the game and the rookies being so receptive of everything that they're saying. Yeah. I just, guys, I'm just so proud of our team. I'm like, because so you don't get that all the time. You don't get no. veterans no. that, that want to help these rookies potentially put, take their positions it's in their a job. Year. Yeah. Like, Kind of like Alex Smith and how he helped Patrick Mahomes, even right. though he knew. Like our veterans have been so amazing to our rookies. Our rookies are working so hard, staying after practice, doing the work, doing the studying, and it's just this is a full team effort. The chemistry is amazing. The amount of work they want to do together is amazing. I just this team. We've said it all season. The three of us. Mm-hmm. This team is special, and we've seen special, special teams. Our 2019 2020 Super Bowl that was a special team. And there's something about this team with the amount of rookies that we have playing, with how these guys are sticking together through thick and thin, through all the adversity they've had this season. This team is special, it's and different. now we get to see we've been right all season that and we knew this team was going to end up in the Super this Bowl. like week four. Like, there's just something that feels so special about it. Yes. We said it before the season. I mean, I know, but like, you know. <laughs> Like we were like, man, we're going into this season with all of these rookies. Okay, let's see. I think it speaks big to the culture and on on the Kansas City Chiefs. Like these guys, they just play for each other. They play hard. Frank Clark. I mean, we've been seeing it since training camp with him and George Karloftis. Like how he's mentoring him. And in his presser this week, he said the same. He said that he's like, he's like, I I'm on the older end now of football. And he's like, you're seeing these young guys come in and they're eager to learn and they want to do the best they can. He's like. He's like, it, it, it brings me joy to like help them and, you know, be a mentor to them and see the next generation do well. Like, why wouldn't you want, I mean, yeah, it's just awesome. 
I think for me, I just really hope that all of our guys can be healthy and be back by next week. Yeah. These 14 days are a blessing. 13 days. These 13 days are a freaking blessing. And we could not ask for anything else but another buy so everybody can get healthy and come back. Yeah. I still don't know about Nicole. I don't know if he's going to be healthy or not either. He took him. And he I already know. had a tough injury, and then he took a really hard hit. Let's give props to him, too, because he is, you could tell he was injured, and he just wanted to play so bad, and he made some awesome first downs for us early on. Um, Absolutely. So big props he to did look, He did look good jogging up the sideline. Yeah. I almost thought they were going to put him back in, but I'm no, our yeah. training staff, you know, like, I feel like Patrick's the right one that tell our training staff yeah. off. Like, nope, you're not staffing me. I'm yeah. Absolutely not. They'll save him for the Super Bowl, and I'm fine with that. Even if he comes in as limited and only gets right. one Yeah, two, like, give right. him a couple jet sweeps, let him do yeah. his thing, and let him rest. And like, Tony's, Tony's injury didn't look awful either. And he then heard, got caught in the turf, but he seemed yeah. okay after the game. Like, he seemed fine. And so. then yeah, he ran out on the field. <laughs> well, we heard, we heard today that Willie Gay is probably okay. He uh, was raising his arms like this and whatnot. And he said it's a shoulder injury. And I feel yeah, like if well, he, someone he was so excited. Yeah. So, someone you know. said today that I think he's going to be okay. And then I think Sneed will be fine because I, he had a concussion, but I think – in two weeks, you should be okay. You should be fine. I don't think uh, we're honestly going to hear anything about all of this until next week when they yeah, we know. I think they're going to just try to do as much treatment and recovery this week. Yeah. With them well, as and this week is more game plan, too, and t- because next week right. is going to be so chaotic with all the media and the travel. Yeah, I travel out on Friday. This week is, is really Friday. about studying. Friday, Friday, right? I think they travel to Arizona. Friday, Friday or Saturday. I'm not sure, actually. It's, but yeah. I saw the schedule earlier yeah. and, like, actually pay attention to it. But yeah. I think they leave out on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. 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 Which is good. Let them get there a few days early. Let them get acclimated to the time change. The weather. This is a thing that, like, no MVP, no regular season MVP has been in the Super Bowl. Isn't that a thing? No, because Patrick did it the year he won the Super Bowl, didn't he? I think. No, that was the year before. He won his rookie season. The next season, it was was Lamar? Yeah. That was when he got Super Bowl MVP. So yeah, you might be you might be right. I don't know. I feel like I read that somewhere. I could be wrong, but hmm. I'm just saying this guy is he is so special. And I know right. we all know that, but my gosh. <laughs> we are so so lucky. We are well, I don't have score predictions for you this week. That'll be next week. <laughs> I actually wrote one down and I don't <laughs> I'm not even thinking about next week. Oh, I was going by my outline. <laughs> I wrote it in. <laughs> but no, I mean that's that's all I got. So I mean, there were games. I can't. But also, I don't think we mentioned him. But Isaiah Pacheco, he is one of my freaking favorite. I did. I did you see his him? energy in the locker room with him? Dancing? Oh my gosh, his smile! Like, New Jersey kid, man. <laughs> I love. Yeah, his whole dance party he had in the locker room. room. <laughs> I'll send y'all a few videos so y'all could be hit. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited to talk this game next week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for this, to dive into it. This matchup, this, Kelsey Bowl, I'm so excited. This may be the most sportsman like, like good sportsman like Super Bowl ever. Yeah. I think both of these teams, they're both one seeds. They both have 
the Kelsey brothers on them. We all have respect for each other. Yeah. Like, there's so many storylines for this. Yeah. His wife is from Arizona. So there's that little extra connection to Andy mm. Reid's wife is from Arizona. So there you go. There's just a little yeah, extra. There's, there's a lot in there. Next week will be a good pod. I can't wait. Um, I can't there's wait. A lot Super Bowl week. I'm ready to come home and get some apparel. I've been sending people out to take pictures for me. <laughs> I know, like I need to get something for. I mean, I can't. I have to wear. Yeah, I need to go to the store. I need to get something. I have to wear the same stuff I've been wearing, including because people keep asking me. Let me just call it out real quick. I have been having to wear the same blue Pink Panther sweatshirt over my Chiefs gear since our game against Seattle. Okay, <laughs> or might have been the Raiders. But ever since I've been wearing that, we've been rocking it out. And so I like I asked our group chat. I was like. So do I keep wearing this sweatshirt because we did yeah. so great? They're like, you have to. So I feel bad because it's a blue pink Panther sweatshirt, but I have to continue wearing it. So it's not <laughs> that I don't love my chiefs because I think it's very obvious that I do, but that's why my sweatshirt is going to continue to be blue. But underneath it, I've got my wasp shirt on. So it's fine. Right, yeah. Jet shit, baby. Well, I have, I mean, I have a specific shirt that I wear every single, ever since we, our last loss was the Bengals, right? So up until then, I was wearing my Mahomes jersey. I, like, switch anytime we lose. So yeah. there wasn't many losses, but, like, I was wearing my Mahomes jersey. Then we lost and I, when I was wearing it. So I switched well, to a t-shirt. And I've been wearing that one ever since. And it's done the job. So I'm going to wear it again for the Super Bowl. I don't – I really yeah. don't care. And, <laughs> and I don't one last thing. thing. Lexi, I've actually appointed you to be the chef for a party that I want to have. Uh, <laughs> I know that we haven't actually formally talked about it yet. Yeah. Oh, we're doing that right now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a Super Bowl watch party in Kansas City. So You'll have to give me details. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I would like to think real quick while we're talking about our superstitions. My daughter, Emma – was a huge trooper and sacrificed playing with these guys right here. Yeah. Okay. I told she's, you to every week we play the Bengals. <laughs> every time we play the Bengals, you guys, she has become obsessed with her tiger toys. Don't know why she has three of them. Don't know why I have so many, but she does. <laughs> and I told her this past week, I said, look, this is your last day with them because they have to go into hiding. And they said, throw them away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they went into hiding. This is the first time I've hidden them for the Bengals game. Yeah. And I gave you them back to her last right? She's like, why did you take them? I was like, would you rather the Tigers win? Because she doesn't know what a Bengal is. But I was like, would you rather the Tigers win or the Chiefs? And she goes, Chiefs. They said, that's why they were hidden. So props <laughs> to my five-year-old for sacrificing cooler? her toys. Were they in your ice cooler? No, I hid them in my closet where I hide uh, Christmas presents. Okay, I thought they were in your closet. You definitely <laughs> sent me a picture of them in the fridge one day. Oh, that one was in an upside down bucket and a Chiefs ball had thrown thrown at him. And Emma goes, this looks like death by Chiefs, right? And I said, yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she had that. the right idea. It was a Love Chiefs that. football. She had thrown it at the Tiggers. It was fine. Perfect. Tiggers. So, but. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So props to Emma and her sacrifice. We're everybody. we're all a little bit superstitious. A little <laughs> superstitious. <laughs> we're not no superstitious. We superstitious. We really are. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, fire us out of here, lady. All right. Well, guys, as always, we appreciate you joining us each and every week on this podcast that we love doing together. We love the support you guys have shown us. 
If you haven't already, make sure you head over to at Kingdoms Queens on Twitter so you can follow us and find out all the places you can watch our show live every week on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, as we talked about earlier, I'm just we're so proud of all of our boys. So many going to their very first Super Bowl, the emotion setting in, watching those videos. It's the dream they've had since they were kids, and they are finally getting the chance, and it's a reality. And I'm I'm so proud of all of them. I'm so proud of how they've battled all season. So get healthy, guys. You have a Super Bowl to win in two weeks. So until next time, Job's not until done. Super Bowl week, the queens have spoken. Bye, guys.